Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. All right, hello everybody and welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop. I'm your host Chris Platty and here with me again a returning guest is Clarissa and she was on the Webby podcast and now I'm bringing her back for this special 2088 album review. Clarissa, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me again. I'm really excited to do this again. Oh, not a problem, not a problem. You're great. And so coming up when we when we return, we're going to review 2088 the Big Sean and Janae Keo EP album. So welcome back, everybody. Again, this is Strictly Hip Hop 2088 album review featuring Clarissa. And Clarissa, let's get into this album. So it's a it's a short. It's actually an EP. So it's only eight tracks. Uh, so give me your initial expectations when you first heard about it, because it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, they definitely. It was definitely a surprise when they dropped it. I was really excited. I'm fans of them both separately, so I was excited to see what they could do together. So I was definitely very interested. I was shocked to see at how many songs, like, they were all collaborate, um, collaborations. I thought it was going to be, like, you know, Big Sean song featuring her or vice versa. But it really was every song they were, like, equally on, which I thought was really cool. So I definitely liked it. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I really had high hopes because whenever Janae and uh, Sean got together, it was always great. Like, uh, the I Know was one of my favorite songs off of Big Sean's latest album, The Dark Sky Paradise. Yeah. And I just think, I don't know, I just always, from the beginning, they have they haven't done much work together, but, like, you just kind of, you just kind of felt that they had, like, a good chemistry together musically and artistically. Um, so I, I was really excited, like, like you said. Um, in fact, in fact, most of the songs before this album that I liked by Big Sean were only tracks that w- that he was with Janae Akio. Like I was not a big uh, Big Sean fan coming into this project, but I'll get into that right. later. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and of course Janae Akio's always been great, and I think she's actually at her best when she collaborates with hip hop artists. Like that uh, soul is that how you say a uh, soul out or sale out tape where she had where yeah. she had Kendrick, Childish Gambino. All those rap features, Vince Staples, that was a really good project. That was my favorite one by her. Yeah, she definitely works, like, really well with other artists, definitely rappers. And I know her style works well with just, like, rappers, I think. So that's why I, I really like the project, you know. Yeah, they work yeah, well I was, together. I was really excited to get into it. So let's get into the actual actual project now. So give me some of your, one or two of your positives uh, that you had about this album. I definitely like that they were both on, like, all songs equally. 
So that, like, really made me, like, want to listen to it. Um, my favorites were Memories Faded and London Bridge and Deja Vu. Those are, like, my top three. So I think just their styles worked really well together. But you were able to see, like, you know, she shined on the album and he, like, shined as well. So, like, both their talents came through, which I think is important when you collaborate. Because, you know, you don't want to be, you know, outshined by someone else. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I feel that that's something that I um, that I'll get to later in terms of in terms of their roles within each other. But yeah, you touched on a few of the songs. So Deja, what were the three songs you said? Deja Vu. And what were the other two? Memories Faded and what else? And London, and Bridge. London Bridge. Okay. So yeah. Deja Vu was the very first um, favorite off off of this project to me. And it still is my number one favorite off this. Uh, it's just a yeah. really strong intro track. I love the beat. The background vocals really make you feel a type of way. The hook's phenomenal. Like, their voices complement each other so well. It's very intoxicating. And Big Sean delivers a really good verse, probably one of his best verses on this whole on this whole EP. And it, it's just apparent from the moment the hook starts that this is going to be a great song. Janae Keo gives a strong contrast on that song. I just, I love that song in general. Yeah, it was definitely one of my favorites. Like, I was looking at it on Spotify before, and that actually has the most plays out of all the songs, so, which was cool. It's definitely, like, a fan favorite. Yeah, usually, usually though, intro tracks do have the biggest, um, do have the biggest, uh, in terms of, uh, like, views and everything and listens because, mm-hmm. because a lot of people just curiously click on a song, and, you know, that's, they start with the intro, and if they like it, they keep going. If not, like... You'll you'll notice that a lot of times, but I do feel that in this case that it is the strongest song, and I think it is one of the fan favorites. That and on the way, which was another big, uh, that was another big hit for me. On the way, I just love how they, um, I just love how they play off each other. In fact, that's actually one of my one of my moment favorite moments of the whole entire album. Is there's this part in the second verse where Janae Keo is talking dirty, you know, saying all these things like, uh, "Oh, and I have the lyrics up here." So she says, you got me leaning way back in the air with my legs still arch. Oh, hold on. Wait, no, I screwed that up. You got me leaning way back with my legs in the air while my back is still arching. And then Big Sean immediately follows that line with saying, yeah, I like how, you, I like how you're talking, but that talking better turn to action as soon as I walk in. And it was just, it was just really funny. Like, yeah. Like how clever and uh, it just, that song to me showed the most chemistry between them two, uh, those two. So I really liked I really like that song, even though I botched the line there. Yeah, no, I definitely like that one too because it was just like a back and forth. Like it was, it was great. Yeah, it, I liked it. And overall, another big positive to me was I don't, I don't know. I guess I just really didn't know what to expect because this project kind of came out of nowhere. It was just announced that it was dropping next week, and everybody just kind of, you know, it just kind of took everybody by surprise. But yeah. to me, I just, I don't know, I just didn't have time to really think about it, so I didn't know what to expect, but I didn't expect it to be such a um, cohesive and conceptual album, because, I mean, the whole album is, like, their relationship, in a sense, and, like, and like yeah. how they kind of, like, got to get, they were, they were together for a while, they knew each other, and then they kind of fell off, and then they kind of reconnected, and that's what Deja Vu is, they start with when they reconnected, and you know, it kind of goes on through the album, like the whole ups and downs of the relationship, which is, which is very cool. I wasn't really expecting that. Yeah, it was definitely like a personal album for them, which was cool because I, 
think most people thought it would just be like them like fooling around and having fun, but it was actually like more meaningful than I think people expected. Yeah, I think there's I think there's a lot of meaning in it, and uh, some of this might be real funny, so I'll get to that in a minute. But the last positive I wanted to go over for me, if you have any others, you can chime in. But to me, was talk show. I just really like that because of the creativity. Um, the song is starts as like a conversation on a typical talk show, and it starts positive, but then both sides start to lash out on each other. And it's kind of a cool track because both sides just put like everything out there. And throughout this album, this is I think the fifth track on the album. And throughout the album, they're just kind of like kind of like throwing these uh, subtle shots out there at each other, like you know. But then this is the track where they kind of lay it all out, and they do it in a creative yeah, exactly. They do it in a creative way too, where like they start talking, and then the talking turns into like rapping and singing. So like it's very it's it's just very clever to me. Yeah, exactly. I think that was definitely, like, a fun track. Like, it was, like, cool to listen to because it was more of, like, a story, which it's good to, you know, have, like, a song like that on an album. So it was cool. Yeah, it was almost like a skit within – it was, like, a skit within a song. I mean, it was – Right, yeah. It was just very very clever and creative, so I really like that. Did you have any other positives you wanted to get into before we get into some negatives? I I think – I think we hit all of them. Yeah, I think we hit them. Good. All right, all right. So let's move on to negatives then. So, to me, I had a few negatives. Um, the The chemistry, like I said earlier, was great between them, but I did feel on a lot of songs, and I don't know if you felt the same way, but to me, I felt like Big Sean was always kind of, except for except for the very last song, uh, "London Bridge." I thought Big Sean was always the dominant presence on the song. And, like, it kind of, even though they are a duo, like, it wasn't completely equal. And at times, she kind of, like, fell into the role of just being, being like, the singer on the hook. Like, she wasn't really much more than that on some songs. Uh, so, I, I don't know. That just kind of disappointed me because I think, of course, as we said before the podcast or on the podcast in the beginning, that she's very talented. And it just kind of it just kind of seemed weird that at times she just kind of was in the background and just kind of wasn't involved. Yeah, I see what you mean on that. He definitely, you know, maybe like outshined her a little bit, but I also think her presence like really like brought all the songs together and made them like a little more, you know, gave yeah. them the more edge by like having her on it and everything. So yeah, she. I see what you mean, though, definitely. Yeah, she definitely took the songs to the next level. Uh, It's just like, it just seemed like, to me, some of these songs could have been even greater had she um, had more of a presence on it. Because that's another thing I have with this song, or this album, is that all the songs are good. I don't have have any songs that I dislike on there, even though it's only eight tracks. I mean, I can't, I can't expect to, like, dislike any of them. And I shouldn't. Right, I shouldn't yeah. have to dislike any of them if it's only eight tracks. But at the same time, to me, all there were a lot of good tracks and a few great tracks. But I just I didn't see any like um, you know just over the top great songs. And so that was another thing that kind of held this back for me was there wasn't a lot of over the great uh, over the top great songs. And I feel I feel they didn't reach their peak on this at any point really. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I think especially because it was like their first time like doing, you know, working so much together yeah. that it was probably a lot of them like testing to see like how things would go and everything. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So did you want to chime in with any uh, overall negative thoughts that you had? 
Um, I was just, after listening to it a couple times, I was just concerned, like, if they would be able to do it again, you know, to kind of make, like, if they were to make, like, a second album, where I was just, like, or a f- I don't know or if it's just, like, a one-time album. thing yeah. for them. Yeah, you know, so I think that was, like, my only concern. I'm, like, I don't know if they would be able to do it again and be, like, a real, like, duo, or are they just gonna, like, go yeah. their separate ways, you know? Yeah, how sustainable is it, right? Because, like, to me... I, I put that in my notes. That was actually one of the next things I was going to bring up was that I love this EP and I think it's perfect because um, I don't think the narrative that they created, the whole relationship narrative, could have sustained for a whole album, even though right. even though all these songs were good and I'd love to actually see them try. But yeah, that's that's another thing that kind of holds me back too is is that you you just you you got this feeling that you don't know if you don't know I didn't see enough to make me believe that it could have went on for a whole album or for another EP or whatever you know I don't think it I don't think this could have been 12 or 16 tracks yeah exactly yeah that's why I'm like in two years I don't know if there'll be like another album but if there is I'll probably listen to it oh yeah I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely (laughs) listen to it because I did like this album and to me yeah to me I guess we can get into overall thoughts now to me uh, this e- EP has very high replay value because it is only eight songs, and every and every song is at least good, if not great. So to me, mm-hmm. I think it's a very easy listen. I believe it's overall it's about forty minutes listen. So I mean, it's very easy. You can listen to that on a bus ride, a car ride to work, or whatever. Just so yeah. it has very high replay value because the songs themselves are good, and and that's the thing that's kind of cool about EPs. Uh, I never really was a fan of them until recently, but EPs are kind of cool because they're so short that you can that you get a chance to uh, you can just listen to them in in their entirety, which is something I enjoy to do. I don't like to listen to just like songs off an album. I like to listen to like the album in its entirety. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I had I had one more point I wanted to throw at you because I said this in the beginning. And to me, this album showed a new level of Big Sean, both lyrically and creatively. So this album actually made me... This was the album that made me a fan of Big Sean, which was kind of crazy because um, I'd been years... For years, I'd been on the fence on him because, you know, he had great moments and he had bad moments. And I just... I was always kind of on the fence with him. But to me, this showed... I didn't know that he could create a conceptual album and I didn't know that he could do he could say some of the things he did lyrically i mean lyrically he was very clever i mean almost every line he had a song that had you either laughing or just going damn like that was clever yeah exactly i definitely think like she like brought out like a really like creative side of him that we haven't like previously seen on his other albums so i think that was like cool yeah yeah i would agree with that like i just think i i think she does bring out the best in him because like i said Earlier, I thought that some of her best or his best songs was when he collaborated with her. So overall, yeah. overall, I just liked the pairing a lot. And um, one thing, this is for what it's worth. I mean, of course, I'm not in the industry, but I just wanted to throw this out there. So they made this album, right? And when they made this mm-hmm. album, uh, she had recently just got married and um, to some producer. I, I forget his, I'm blanking on his name at the time, uh, but... It's it's funny how this whole album is basically Big Sean snatching Janae Keo from her husband. Like if yeah. you if you really think about it, like yeah. she now filed for divorce for her husband of what like three months, like and now she's like 
she's like pretty much all but publicly declared she's dating Big Sean. I mean, they're kissing yeah. at their shows and everything. And like you see all these videos where they're just like they're just always together. So I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was Sean's a dog for that man. I- <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think once like the album came out, like people were definitely like looking at them, like okay, like something's gonna happen with them, and it happened. Yeah. You know, and, and it was just it was just really funny. Like to me, Big Sean was just like the whole the whole album was literally about their story. Like you even. You even, at first, you know, I kind of played along with it just being, like, a creative story. But if you look at it, like, she even mentions, like, the times of, like, when he was running around in Detroit and everything. So it's, like, it's like damn, this really does go back. And there is, like, there is something real to this. Like, so to me, yeah. to me that was just a little, like, funny, like, entertaining, uh, entertaining part of it. Now, again, you don't have to, you don't have to look at it that way to enjoy the music or anything. But just something, mm-hmm. just something funny I thought I'd point out. Um yeah. Carissa, do you have any other overall thoughts before you want to give your grade? Um, no, I don't think so. I definitely like what you like brought up about, you know, the album like the album basically like, connected to their personal life, which I think made it like a better quality project cuz people could see like, oh, like all that stuff was true or like related to something. So I think that was like a really good point to bring up. Yeah, I just I just thought that that actually to me made the album better. But I mean, to most mm-hmm. to most people, it's fine. You don't have to you don't have to know or even believe that for this album to be good. You can just strictly look at them as characters. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or, and yep. playing their roles. But yeah, to me overall, mm-hmm. I just I really like this album. Um, so to me, I'm I'm ready to give it. I'm ready to give it an eight out of ten. I mean, that's what I, I, I kind of bounced back and forth between some ratings, but I ultimately went with 8 out of 10 because, to mm-hmm. me, again, the, the only thing that held it back for me from being higher was the fact that it wasn't a um, – there wasn't many standout tracks. Like, I think Deja Vu is a very good track, but I don't know how much replay value it has over time. Like, there wasn't anything there that could have – like, they didn't have a timeless song or like a or like a radio smash hit. I mean, On The Way was pretty big, but – um yeah i don't think i don't think yeah i don't think they just reached that um that level of success that i think they were going for yeah definitely i definitely agree with you i actually gave it an eight as well um because i liked it i kind of wanted it to be a little longer but then as i was thinking about it, i'm like the quality may have you know kind of decreased if it was any longer so i think the eight songs was like perfect for them but I think it was all like really good quality. The production was good. The beats were good. They were all like yeah, different. Yeah, the beats were so, awesome. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. But um. Yeah. So I think everything was like very like unique. So I definitely liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I enjoyed it, and like I said, it has very high replay value. So I mean, to to me, it's it, to me it's a great project. It's it's one of my it's actually one of my favorites. Uh, you know, not in terms of not in terms of like the best project to me, but it's just one of my favorites, just because it's an interesting dynamic. And it's and mm-hmm. it's very fun and it's just something you don't see often like a like a rapper and um, R and B singer combination for a whole project like you don't see that anymore you don't see that kind of yeah, duo exactly. often so to me in, in this era where everybody's collaborating it's just it's interesting I think it's the start of something I think this is really the start of a trend that I think we're gonna see over time. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, you know, it will be inspiring to other artists and, you know, see if other people will do the same. So it's definitely a good thing for them to do it. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. So, Carissa, you gave you gave your overall thoughts. You gave an 8 out of 10. I gave an 8 out of 10. Is there 
anything left you have to say about this album before we close out the podcast? I don't think so. I mean, I really, I definitely like both of them separately and I like them together as well. And I think that was like important because they like stayed true to themselves and they were able to work well together. And I just love her. Like she's one of like my favorites. So I was so excited when I saw her doing this and I don't know, I was just really happy with what she did. So I think it helped get her name out there as well because people like didn't really know her name. They just knew her her voice being on features. So I think it gave her like a little more exposure as well. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I like that. Um to me overall my, my just closing thoughts are again it's just very high replay value. I like it a lot. Um I would recommend it. It's one of the better projects of the year, one of the top projects of the year so far in terms of hip hop. And it's just a very mm-hmm. it's it's just very interesting and dynamic um to see to watch that duo and to listen to them. Um uh, throughout the throughout the album it's very impressive so i think we'll close it with that um thank you guys for tuning in to strictly hip-hop i'm your host chris platty and here joining me was clarissa once again uh returning your second time you actually fun fact you actually are on the third i believe the third highest podcast i've ever done the chris webby really chris webby (laughs) review was the the third highest podcast i've ever done that's awesome so uh, I guess I, I guess I, that means I definitely have to bring you back for some more. I'll be back anytime, whatever you need. I'll be here. <laughs> Thank you, Carissa, for joining me once again. Um, you guys, for those of you that are listening to this podcast for the first time, uh, you guys can find all my content on my Twitter and my Snapchat, which is crispy1132. That's spelled C-H-R-I-S-P-Y-1132. And... There's no tr- no caps, no nothing, no underscores, none of that. And through there on my Twitter, I have a link to both my Podbean account and my iTunes account, which have all of my podcasts, both my NBA podcast series that I do and my hip-hop podcast series that I do. So you can check out both of them, whatever you prefer, whatever um, fits your device best. And thank you guys for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, leave a review. All of that stuff is very appreciated. And once again, thank you, Carissa, for joining me on this Janae Akio and Big Sean 2088 album review.